Hi everyone and welcome to another special episode of the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast that is hosted by Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm the other host, Paul. And we are joined by a very special guest tonight. Um, one of the main players, I would say, in the Nerdy Up North community. Um, so <laughs> she keeps us entertained a lot. And um, I think she would appreciate it if we called up one of the members of the Scooby Gang as well, I'm sure. Uh, yes. <laughs> we are joined by the lovely Jen, and she's going to be uh, talking about herself a little bit, uh, hopefully not to make her too uncomfortable, because she <laughs> is um, one of our like special, special, special guests who like runs her own nerdy business, and she's Northern as well, so Yay. even though the accent might sound a little bit different to us, it is definitely yeah. Northern there, after everyone <laughs> in the place in the group the other day. Well, I'm saying nothing about that. <laughs> yes. Uh, some people like to push the look a little bit, but yeah, um, shall we say it? But yes, uh, we are um, going to be having a little bit of chat about Jen and her business and also talking about the TV show that was the most iconic TV show of the 90s. And I would still go as far as saying not to be surpassed as of yet by any TV shows mm-hmm. going from. I agree. Yeah. Especially in pop culture, shall we say. But because um, I know, like I say, a lot of people do have their little issues and stuff with certain things, but we'll get to that in a bit. So if Sam wants to do her, her little disclaimer bit that, yeah. that was on the BBC. It was on the BBC. Did you know that, Jen? My voice <laughs> oh. my voice in this disclaimer was on the BBC. Oh. Privileged. So... <laughs> Everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the Facebook group where we can have an open discussion. Uh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind and keep the toxic behaviour out of nerdism. Well said, well said. Oh, well so- done. <laughs> Thank it you. was very fresh. Just like your telephone voice. It yeah, is so my I, telephone voice. <laughs> That's what I do though, for a living. <laughs> if you go back to episode one, you would Eesh. notice a big difference in the accents when it comes to Sam. She was very posh and very, very proper at, at the start. And now she's <laughs> yeah. just a, a, a common northerner like us all. <laughs> it's like I was trying to fool everyone. <laughs> Fooled no one. <laughs> So yes, Jen. So thank you for coming on today. So rather not to throw you in the deep end and say, tell me about <laughs> yourself, Stuart. But so because I think you joined the Nerdy Up North community. You've been like for I don't know how long, but it's been a while now. Though I would say it's been over a year now. Yeah, I remember um, finding you on Instagram, and you told me to join Facebook. And I was like, yeah. yes, sir. <laughs> and... as, as, any, as any good cult leader does, so that's fine. Yes. <laughs> and it's probably, I would say, I could be a bit flitty with Facebook groups and join them and never really contribute. But this is probably the only group that I would contribute to daily. And when I see content on social media, I'll be like, I know where to mm-hmm. post this. And it, mm-hmm. uh, the interaction in that group is just so positive and such a good group that I'm I'm in there every day, just seeing what other people are posting. Yeah, oh, I created great. a group and have quite a bit of a following on it and don't really pay much attention to it. <laughs> I haven't been in the Thrones group that <laughs> I totally forgot about until today. Yeah, it's easy to join thinking that you're going to be interested in the content and then just never 
never interact with it, but it's just not like that in Idiot Mouth. It's just such a good group to be part of. The people in it are great. Well, some people, some people do get on me wick at times. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me being a grumpy bastard. So shall we say? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, no, it's it's it is nice to hear positive, and and I think that's the thing. It, it's yeah, but with any type of situation as well, it's what you put into it. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's not just down to like the posters because you do post a lot of uh, interesting content as well. Um, I know you were just pipped last month for for nerdy the nerd of the month by by an American, which disappointed me so I much. I voted for him too. <laughs> <laughs> I should have retracted my vote. It might have helped, but no. <laughs> yes, but uh, but yeah, because um, I know like um, you are probably one of the most hardworking nerds I've I've come across as well. <laughs> Bless you. You're always grafting. Like everything makes appearances you know. are everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, like say when you talk to you and stuff like the yeah, either in the office, you're creating new things. You're updating your websites. Um, mm-hmm. So, how did you get started with the whole uh, Metal Dot MC? Like, like what, like what brought um, you on to that? Well, COVID. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, I kind of, I started Metal MC probably in 2020. I had another business that I'd had for over 10 years, and that was a stationary business that I, that's the reason why I had this office. I was running a stationary company, providing stationery for other small businesses, and it was doing brilliantly. It was my sole income for a long, long time, and always kept us afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then lockdown hit, and forced to shut down because there was no suppliers to be able to get my content and things from and when it was time to reopen I just kind of said to my husband I was like don't really want to I really want to just focus on metal MC and we have the finances to do it and I had already had the machinery because I'd started dabbling in doing clothing for small businesses too and he said just just do it don't reopen Jen's little tea and I, I just I closed the business down and started on my LMC and I've always wanted to do alternative clothing and I mm. wanted to be able to cater to all sizes so we cater right up to 5XL and can go larger if needed oh, um that's so cool yeah we can I go up to that. 7XL on some products so I've never been asked for it but it's always mm-hmm. there and I do mm-hmm. on, on all my listings I state you know if you need smaller sizes on some products I can go to, down to 2x 2xs wow. and then up to right. 7xl but mm-hmm. they're not often requested so and because mm-hmm. they're limited to the products I, I don't list them on everything but yeah. yeah I just I just wanted to be able to do that and so I started my LMC yeah, it's like came out with like a thing and having the balls to do it as well though. Mm-hmm. That's I, like, that's I, the yeah. biggest part. Yeah, because I wouldn't mm-hmm. have the balls to do something like again. People always ask, "Oh, what would you if, like?" Because I like to dabble in design and mm-hmm. I, like, I think I like make things look cool and make them interesting. But people always ask, "Why don't you do that instead of your main job?" It's like I tried it before. I was a massive failure. Um, <clears throat> well, I wasn't a massive failure. The company I worked for was a massive failure. Um, yeah, it, it kind of didn't stick to like the what it wanted to do, and it was more doing deals and stuff. But that again, a lot of dodgy history I could talk about, but I get myself in trouble there. Um, <laughs> but, um, I'd say I did learn a lot and learn a lot of like say tricks and things that how a lot of programs worked. But I was never like say trained 
probably it was all self-taught mm-hmm. or someone had shown us how something kind of worked rather than going to college or university and everything like that yeah which, uh, it probably did a help thing that, that's helped us build the nerdy up north as well because it's it's kind of like being put this together with like basically sticks and me throwing stuff to see what works <laughs> and what things don't work type thing <laughs> yeah. um which has been a huge learning curve did, did I think I read or saw you post something that you have yourself a, like a design background as well? Is that right? Oh, my yeah, God, yeah. No, no, you're absolutely right. I graduated from Leeds Art College in 2010 with a BA honours in printed textiles and surface pattern design, which is oh. very, very niche. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So pretty much, it just means I'm a digital pattern designer. I can mm-hmm. make patterns out of anything, so fabric mm-hmm. and all sorts. And I did freelance for a while. Um, and sold some designs to um other companies. I had my stuff on water bottles and phone cases and things like that. But it was just boring repeat patterns, and it it does get pretty dull after a while. <laughs> yeah. Um. So then I just to start Jen's little tea. All I did really was I started making art prints for friends, and then personalizing them. And then I bought a book binding machine so I could put them onto books. And then that moved into stickers. And then people started asking me if I could put their logos onto stuff and then I somehow mm. ended up as a stationery provider from that mm. so that just completely came out of nowhere it's not what I wanted to do it's not what yeah. I was qualified to do but I had the skills and I had the you know, the machinery to do it mm-hmm. um so that I kind of fell into that and yeah. it served me well for 10 years so mm. I'll, I'll I'll always love the business yeah definitely um I think like say you, when you've got that background and like say that knowledge as well I think that's the big thing having the knowledge mm-hmm. to know how yeah. things work and and go about you can then put it into other things and say well I know a little bit about this if mm-hmm. I can incorporate this into that how like say will it go forward and stuff and that's kind of like like what I've been doing to, for the progression for the podcast as well um because when we started out it was literally just two squares on a zoom call where yeah. I then would stop doing it live. So I was able to produce the videos a bit more. Then we started doing live and find out like what software and upgrading things as well. So it's it's about that progression as well. But I know mm-hmm. the first time I noticed your uh, stuff, I think it was the, because as you said, like say being an alter, alternative clothing store, there's not that many other than the big brands that that's around that do it well. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. and yours stand out because I do well. I think I love the influences. I think the fun the first few things was the Buffy in, influenced ones that we yeah. saw because uh, you're doing like a whole Buffy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I did, I did because Buffy. I grew up with Buffy, so um, mm. I knew that I wanted to be influenced by movies and music. Mm-hmm. Um, the things that I'm passionate about that I know that other people still are, even though it's not around now, so yeah. to speak. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, I did a small Buffy range, and that, that is still a range I still have now. That was one of the first ranges I made. And I, cause I've, I've, made, I've made more and retired them from mm-hmm. different movies and TV shows and things because they didn't do well, and that's going to happen. So um, for that range to still be as popular now every time I put it out there, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel I can see some Buffy on the back, on behind you. I can, that, but I might become, yeah, that one. <laughs> it's, 
it's not from the Buffy range, but that one is actually new and it's a Broken Heart Club design for it. It's the Valentine's range that I've just released. Oh, wow. Oh, nice. So, yeah, it's a, it's a heart with a knife through it. It says Broken Heart Club underneath. So, yeah. So where's the website that they can find this information? <laughs> <laughs> Where can we well, buy your stuff? <laughs> you can find me at metal-mc.co.uk. Cool. And if you're ever in the northeast as well, because like I said, mm-hmm. this woman works and she is like hard as nails as well. She she is a tiny mouth market, and I laughed my tits off this weekend at you on uh, your like Instagram when you shared a video of you with the the hands warmers that you were pretty much just rubbing all oh, over yeah. your face. <laughs> I had to take it off after about 20 minutes because I was worried I was going to leave a burn mark. Oh, <laughs> it got no. so I was like, I better take that out. Yeah, uh, Timeless Market Platform 2 every Sunday. Yes, but it, and if you ever go to Timemouth, it's a lovely place, but boy, is mm-hmm. it cold. There's no yeah, warmth well, I mean, in Timemouth yeah. at all. <laughs> no warmth in there at all, uh, but it's under shelter. So even if it's raining, even if it's snowing, even if it's windy, it's mm-hmm. you're secure from the elements. Except for the cold. Yeah. I've, been, cold. <laughs> I've been once, um, one time last year, and it was like I could I couldn't fit everything into one day. I did get a reading though. Mm. I got a um a karma reading, which was interesting. Yeah. Um, but I also got a parking ticket. My first ever parking <laughs> ticket. That was. I got a parking ticket from Tynemouth Market. Yeah, because that <laughs> I just accepted it. Is brutal. <laughs> we tried to fight it purely because, um. The person, it was my mum that got it and she was picking me up. So she was there for like two minutes. And if you're a trader and you're dropping off and picking up, you're allowed mm-hmm. to park wherever. And we couldn't, we, had, we contested that, you know, it was just a pick up. It was in and out in five minutes and they were like, you can't prove that. So you have to pay the fine. And it's like, wow. Oh, no, you can't oh. prove that. But um, he was in and out. That ticket guy was in and out in like two minutes. He must have seen her park up and got a ticket and then ran probably hid from a bush looking for her because it took us so long to get there and by the time we found somewhere to park I didn't care that I got that park into I really did not care (laughs) well I did pay half of it but there's not many places like as you said do have parking wardens on a Sunday but Mm, on a Sunday oh they're there yeah (laughs) they are they are there they hide yes but yeah. I have to admit, though, if you do go to Time Earth Market, there is a lot of amazing food stalls as well. And like, yeah, I, yep. it's a, it is a fat lad's dream when I go there. So I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Some yeah. good food choices there. Well, by the time we got there, because the, the guy who, because I went with them, Peaches, and when we got there, we went to see one of her friends' stalls, and he was telling us all about these amazing donuts. It was so, they're as big as your head and everything. And I was like, oh, where are they? And he was like, oh, they're gone. Like, they're sold <laughs> uh... out. I was like, oh, what are you telling us for? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there are a few cake places where once they've sold out, they up and leave and they do it regularly. I mean, I wish I could sell out so I could up and leave. <laughs> Just like restock <laughs> for the next week. To be fair, though, every time I've been around your stall, like I would have time now, it's always busy. There's never when mm-hmm. I've tried to actually have conversations with you and it, it's always lasting like two minutes. It's like then someone else has said, oh, what's this? This is cool. So it's, all, it's always like a nice little... Uh, say hello type thing but Jen was one of yeah. our first people as well to advertise Nerdy Up North from their mm-hmm. store oh, so yes I did I did I had flyers and yes. they um and a little flyer display thing on the end and they 
they lit- they flew out. <laughs> <laughs> Just throwing out people that were trying to steal stuff. No, take this as well. Um, <laughs> yes, talking about stalls and everything that you do as well, because um, I know recently I bumped into you at uh, a convention, and it was the very Nerd first Fest. convention you do. Yeah, Nerdfest. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I remember messaging you the night before because you said you were a little bit nervous about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's different to Tynemouth because you get a little bit of everyone at Tynemouth Market mm-hmm. and I, I know that I'm not going to cater to everyone. I've seen some of the faces of people that walk past my stall and are disgusted mm-hmm. by what I sell. <laughs> but <laughs> going to somewhere where you know it's your target demographic and the yeah. fear of being rejected by them is unreal. <laughs> oh, bless you. Oh, bless I wasn't, thankfully. <laughs> no. I can't imagine you would be. I've seen what you, you sell and I've been, I've, I work a lot of conventions myself and mm-hmm. you are the ideal stall. Yeah. Because you are yeah. so unique to everyone else around you because you will get the stalls that just sell the generic, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of Funkos and a lot of statues and, and but I love going to pick, like going to the stalls that are just, it's something different. No one else is going to have it. Yeah, it's. I yeah. love that. And I, oh, are you doing more? <laughs> yes, I am booked in for Easter, mm-hmm. so I will be at Nerdfest in Easter. And <gasps> me too. I, <laughs> yay! Yes. I also am in the Metro Centre. This isn't a sort of nerdy related, but I am going to be there. And there is a Valentine's um, small business event at the Metro mm-hmm. Centre in February, the weekend before. I think it's it might be the. 11th or 12th or 9th or 10th or something. Um, okay. And I am there on the Saturday and Sunday as well. Oh. And that'll be my second time there. I yes. think we might have to have a little road trip. Yes. Well, yes. Um, like I said, the Nerdfest is going to be quite interesting this year for everyone mm-hmm. who doesn't know. We are actually going to have our own table there. Yes. Uh, the yes. Up North team. Yeah. So we will have um, the equipment with us as well. We won't be doing a live podcast, but we will record interviews as well. So you might... Get a little video of Jen there if she's not too busy uh, selling all of her shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we are going to be doing, uh, like I say, the comic, um, not the comic on um, cosplay. cosplay, cosplay competition, which like I say, I'm going to have to get other people involved in that because I'll just go for the, the prettiest looking lady or the, the <laughs> as well, which probably just get me into trouble. But we are getting, uh, like I say, some cosplay experts to come with us to yeah. to try and help with the judging, shall we say? So it's not I have all no just idea what I'm looking at. And I would just want to give everyone an award, like yes, you win, and yeah. everybody wins. Mm-hmm. Especially the under twelve one as well. There's supposed to be an under twelve section as well. So um... yeah, my kids want to enter that. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't tell us now because it'll be favoritism. No. <laughs> I, I, I won't tell you which ones are my kids. It's fine. Yes. <laughs> But um, just been looking in the chat as well. Goodwill had a good uh, like say marketing plan for you if you wanted to help. In uh, he says just get a sign saying buy all my stuff so I can go home. See if that works. <laughs> <laughs> I should put that on a hoodie. <laughs> yeah. See. Yeah. And then I can just wear that. Well, that yep. can be my market hoodie, and I'll put it on the back as well. <laughs> yeah. Buy my buy my stuff so I can go home. Yes. It's yeah. Too cold for this today, but yeah. That yeah. should be an interesting one, but yeah, um, I'm excited for it, and I'm excited to sit next like, spend more time and see see you there as well. Which, um, you don't 
I know it's always a bit strange. You don't really see the faces behind the screens as much. Like mm-hmm. I don't like socialising at the best of times. Like when we did a, a nearly up and off meetup, it was like my little hell. I sat in the corner and just hid from everyone. But the hilarious thing is though, because we do have some like say <clears throat> lasses that run the, uh, that come on the podcast and help run out, and they are quite uh, like say gobby, shall we say, and adventurous. But they were getting all the attention, like the likes of Charlotte. Oh, I was wondering uh, where you were going with that. <laughs> you, you just disappeared in the shadows. But uh, you, uh, Charlotte, Donna, and even Laura, like I say, was running around being crazy. Um, yeah. Oh, and, yeah, and, and actually, Kelly and her yeah. net curtain. <laughs> yeah, and people were actually walking up to us saying, are you part of the Nerdy Up North group? <laughs> <laughs> that shows you how much of an impression I make on people. <laughs> I did oh. leave early on that night. <laughs> I was there. I just, I had something to eat. I met up with one of my best friends and then I went home. <laughs> <laughs> Left you to it. <laughs> but, uh, but yes, it, it's always entertaining. But uh, it's always nice to put, like, say, a personality and a, and a face to, like, say, someone rather than just the typing behind it. So, yes. It's, um, yeah, it's nice to talk to the person and not just looking at the TikTok screen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing as well. I, just before we do start talking about like one of the reasons over here, you are a, the social media mogul, shall we say? Like, say, yeah. all the different videos and posts. Like, I am constantly watching your. Either, uh, I don't yeah. use TikTok, so, so I'm not that cool. But uh, on I have uh, a Instagram... lot to learn from you from <laughs> for TikTok. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think. Um... I actually only joined TikTok because my eldest said, that's the only way you, you know, you're going to get your business out there. And I, I knew they were correct because Instagram sort of dwindled down towards yeah. the end of my other business. And I know it's now a hard platform to get seen on. Mm-hmm. So my, my initial videos were all product based and they didn't do very well. And then kind of realized I just needed to shove my face in front of the camera and, just lose, shake off all those inhibitions and just go along with the ride. And you, you see so many other people just making fools of themselves and just having fun and just, you know, I mean, my, I draw the line at dancing on TikTok. I yeah. won't, I just won't dance on TikTok, <laughs> but lip syncs and, you know, tutorials and, you know, all that sort of stuff. I'll do it. I think it's so endearing when you can watch someone just be themselves. Mm-hmm. and be very unapologetic yeah. about it and it's it's yeah. very addictive to watch because you're like i want to know more about this person and now just keep swiping up and swiping up and yeah i do i do feel sorry for people that see me in their feed all the time <laughs> no it's fine so, I, 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 I'm, I'm, a, I'm one of the sad people though i enjoy watching the ones where you're making stuff like so when oh, you're creating yeah. a new t-shirt and stuff like that I'm like, oh, that, <laughs> that looks quite interesting. that's a good process so i'm one of the boring people <laughs> I, do, I do have a lot of fun machines i'm not going to lie so I do like I get people asking me questions about some of the machines that I've got, and I'm more than happy to share that knowledge because gatekeeping is just not it's not cool at all. So if no, I if other people want to get into something like bookbinding or you know making mm-hmm. clothing, just ask. I'll tell you. Just don't ask no. me where my suppliers are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want them to steal your business. No, exactly. Definitely. Exactly. And you are also really accommodating as well because you do a lot of custom stuff because I know like, I've badgered mm-hmm. you a little bit. Um, I know you've recently helped us out because um, yeah. we've, we've done a special gift for uh, one of the, uh, like I said, the Nerdy Up North uh, podcast members, uh, Kelly, who recently just had a, 
a wee one. So congratulations, mm-hmm. Kelly. You oh, did yeah, the little congrats. baby. We never mentioned that. <laughs> Kelly had a baby. Yeah, you've done the baby grow. We're still waiting for the pictures of the baby yeah. in it yet. But uh, we've done a little Nerdy Up North uh, Rebel Alliance thing that, that printed out and, they, and it came out amazing as well. So thank you it for that. It was so cute. <laughs> it was so cute. Yeah, I don't, I mean, because uh, I used to personalise with Jen's Little Tea, I kind of didn't want to do that with Metal MC. But when when people come to me and they're like, can you do this, can you do that? I'm like, yeah, absolutely, let's do it. <laughs> so, you know, do it every now and again. I'm like, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Mm. More than happy to accommodate. So. But, and them stickers you've done for us as well. Like, say, I'm sorry, I'm going to be badgering you for a few a few more of these soon. So, um, But that, like I said, everyone who's seen them and, and actually... T- most of them has been taken now, which I was planning on selling. So that was the the, the, the stressful bit. I want but, some. <laughs> but no, dude, well, you have to get them too because my dad took a load the other weekend. But um, yeah, had to, it came out absolutely fantastic as well. Um, so thank you for that. So yes. So moving on now. So mm. let, let's um, let's talk about the iconic culture phenomenon. 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 Sorry. Um, oh, I was going to continue, but <laughs> I couldn't. Um, friends, so we're all around. Well, I'm a little bit older than used to. So um, I'm, not, I'm like a few months behind you. Thank you, though, but I am only a few months behind you. But <laughs> yes, technically in the same year at college. <laughs> but like I said, with this show came along, I've never experienced a whirlwind or a, like something where. If you weren't watching Friends, you weren't part like you weren't part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I'm part of the cool kids. Now, can I ask you? Can you remember when it first aired? Oh no, I can't because I can. Mm-hmm. Now no. I remember back in one. It wasn't the summer. It might have been the beginning of the year. Channel Four released a new program called Friends, mm-hmm. and they showed the first season. And we heard, heard nothing else. Six mm-hmm. months later, Channel 4 launched Friends mm-hmm. again with mm-hmm. the first season and showed it again. And then that's when it took off. Right. I have watched Friends twice when it first came out. All right. And I will ah. always remember that. <laughs> okay. I remember the pilot so being shown a few times. <laughs> Yes. Now I remember them showing old. it and we were waiting for the second season and nothing came of it. And then all of a sudden it's like, Friends is coming on. And it's like, oh, I've just I've just watched that. You've already watched it. Uh-huh. Why am oh, I watching okay. this again? Um, but yeah, I remember that. I remember that oh. launch very well. <laughs> so I think it was the time when Fre- uh, Channel 4 was taking, not risks, but they were buying pretty much every single uh, American sitcom that was being shown because they had mm. like that uh, home improvements, um, yeah, uh, Frasier and stuff like that. Um, I think they just didn't pay off for them. <laughs> uh, I think they showed, uh, had chairs on because the chairs you had chairs on at the later time as well. So anything that was like American related was always on Channel Four, and it was a Friday night, I believe. And Friends was either between the eight and nine o'clock slot. Was that right, round time? Probably, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I did. I remember. Um, I remember. Obviously, I remember the finale. That was huge. That was massive. Yeah. But I just there's one particular memory I have. Like it keeps coming back to us that it was round about my birthday, and it was coming up to a a season. No, it was bring. It was coming to a new season, and my mum and dad took us to the theatre. 
Mm-hmm. And I was absolutely heartbroken. I was going to miss friends. Because <laughs> oh, there's no pausing, rewinding, recording back then. So no, you, you just had to get it done. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was, I was heartbroken. I was going to miss the first season of Friends, like the first oh. episode of this new season. And I always remember taking a massive huff. I was around about 13. So <laughs> bless my parents. <laughs> But um, I remember like the thing that stands out the most was not when I watched it the first time. It was when it got released on VHS because yeah. um, I used to go to Woolworths to buy them, uh, the VHSs. Oh, good old Woolies. Um, but they never used to have the full season because in the VHS, they only used to have, I think it was uh, four episodes or three or four episodes per, yeah. Uh, yeah. per VHS. So it used to release a VHS. Then two or three months after, the second video was out. So... By the time you got the set, it was kind of like two or three years <laughs> down the line. Um, just unlocks a core memory there. I forgot they did that, but you're absolutely right. <laughs> it was the most irritating thing in the world, though, as well, though. Um, and we used to swap them at school. So if, because VHS what? is at the top, well, no, because they used to be like 15 quid a video. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and at true. the time, like, say, we weren't rich at the end years, and like, no. say, and the, and the guy in the white van didn't have copy version of Friends, unfortunately. No, he did not. Uh, it was only um, when the DVDs came out that you could get the Snidey DVDs version at the car boot sale. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they thought they ran <laughs> off when the cops came oh, for them. Oh, did they really are? They put the sheet over the uh, the table. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they used to, they, but uh, it wasn't the cops, it was the trading standards people they used to be scared yeah. of. Because yeah, they're the ones that used to find the bastards. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, uh, so I remember that. But we used to go in school and we used to buy the v- VHS. So me and my friends used to have like uh, like a deal. So I would buy one version. But someone would buy the second tape. And after I watched the first tape, they would, would swap them over. So we used to, like, because for some period, uh, I went off Channel 4 and Sky bought it out for, uh, for a few years. Mm-hmm. But, um so if you didn't have satellite TV, you had to wait to the VHSs as well. So with your friends, you used to do like video trades. And that was like the thing I used to remember. Like we weren't trading The Exorcist and uh, like say, banned uh, <laughs> movies and stuff like blue movies. Like there was no uh, uh, like Deep Throat and stuff like that. It was all trading with friends. And that, that, that was always the crazy thing when it came about, like how much and how obsessed people became this show. And it, it, it and, I th- it was 10 seasons, is that right? 10 seasons of yeah. Friends? Mm-hmm. 10 seasons, yeah, 10, 10 seasons. Years. Yeah. But yeah, because it was for, for the time now, because like, I can't remember a time where there wasn't Friends. Like, Friends is literally on every single channel. It's like um, Comedy Central for for a certain period. It was the only show that I'd showed for like 24 yeah. 7. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you could guarantee would, when you put it on. Yeah, it'd be and on. they would they would do like specials like, oh, this week it's a Phoebe weekend or a Ross weekend, and it's like you're yeah. essentially just playing the same thing you played the other day. Like yeah. you're just on repeat. Yeah, but you don't you don't care, do you? You nah. just you you don't have to watch it in any particular order. You can just enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. I do have a I do have a few set episodes that I do like to watch. Like if I'm in like if I'm in a blue mood, it's like. I know this is guaranteed to make us laugh, yeah. so I will just put them on. <laughs> that's the, that's how good this show was. You can think about an episode; you don't even have to think about the whole episode, just part of it, and it puts mm-hmm. a smile on your face because of, um, like, say, how clever and how like good and how like I don't want to use the word wholesome because at times it wasn't wholesome. There was some downright, mm-hmm. uh, like, 
filth in that uh, show as well, which done it was done in a way that you didn't really notice it as a kid. That's why I kind of think it, it worked on so many levels because you had like jokes that worked for kids, jokes that worked for teenagers, and jokes that worked for the adults as well. Yeah. So it kind of had them type uh, aspects. But I'm going to ask a really hard question as well. Um, so what would you say was your favourite episode? Oh, well, not episode, sorry. What was your favourite m- memory from Friends, like watching it? <laughs> what? <laughs> so do you mean like a um, favourite part of an episode or memory? Oh, it can, of- be, it, it can be a favourite episode. Oh. I, I'm no good with remembering episode oh. titles and stuff, but I remember yeah. parts. No, I don't, know, I don't know the episode titles. Okay, so I really love when they came to London. Right. Joey in London is just, mm-hmm. it's just, it's, he is, in that episode, he is so wholesome. He loves everything about London and London, he's baby. crazy and things like that. <laughs> yeah. And he jumps, he jumps in the map and, you know, just those little things. I absolutely love it when he jumps in the map and he's trying to get his bearings direction wise. I just love that, those sort of parts of the program, those, oh, those episodes. Joey had such a childhood in innocence as well. Did. And he never lost he that really, aspect. really, really did. They, um, did, they, they did do Joey rot. Did do Joey dirty at some points. They made him way too stupid to where mm-hmm. it was borderline ridiculous. But then they kind of reeled it back again because Joey in the first first season is incredibly tuned in, incredibly mm-hmm. like comes off quite smart. He's nothing like how he progresses throughout the season. Yeah. And I accept that that's all, that I'm, I'm okay with that. But there's some points that did make him like. But like it like ridiculous, like it wasn't funny to be laughing at him anymore. Yeah. Um, but they did reel it back. One of my favorite ones is one of the earliest, um, one of the earliest episodes, and it's where Rachel gets her first paycheck. Right. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely, I absolutely <laughs> love that episode. Um, it's the George Sneffelopoulos. <laughs> Who's that? Big Bird's friend. <laughs> That's one of the funniest lines Baby says. I just love that episode so much. Well, that's that's the thing when you when you're watching this show, there was progression. Like all the characters kind of progressed, some faster than others. Some mm-hmm. kind of slowed down at times. Some, as you said, went dafter. Like I think they realised with Ross that they made him too serious too early, and then they made him mm-hmm. ultra yeah. ultra crazy at the end as well. But yeah, like, all the flaws and all the things like. Like I still love the there's there's three things I absolutely adore. Uh, one, the pivot episode when they get that thing just to see yeah. Ross completely break down, pivot, and then like can't get this sofa out there. It, honestly, it I think it's one of the most used phrases as well. When anyone moves yeah. or uh, is lifting a heavy piece of off uh, like thing, it, you can't help but see a pivot, and that that yeah. is just going to be there for as long as Friends is remembered. Um, the Geller Ball, where they play uh, football. Yes. And like, yeah. all the different like little t- nuances, like how no one wants Rachel because she's useless. Uh, Chandler and Joey are fighting over uh, the, the the Dutch lady who... Uh, like, say, <laughs> when, uh, Phoebe asks, flashing. Uh, Phoebe's, Phoebe's flashing, yes. Yeah. And then uh, Monica versus Rachel... Uh, 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 Ross at the end where they're both like still on the pitch and then, then the realisation why why is it always us two that's left in like here at the end because nobody yeah. cares enough for, as much as us two um, that whole dynamic in that episode was just like pure brilliant um, and the yeah. other one sorry to be greedy, greedy here um, 
is one of my favourite guest appearances like come like of of any TV show that's ever been. Uh, the Thanksgiving Brad Pitt one, like you've how just hilarious. You've just named two of my favourite episodes. Because yeah. that one is just genius. Was he dating Jennifer Aniston then? He was, yeah. Is that, why, is that how he was yeah. ended up on it? Right. Yeah. 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 It's the same with all Jennifer's actors. <laughs> <laughs> she got a lot yeah. of actors in that show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the I... same with, um, what's his name? Donovan? Tate yes, Donovan? Uh, yeah, Donovan, he was uh, in a relationship with Jennifer Aniston when he was on it. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. She done well, bless her. Well, she did do well. Yeah. <laughs> but but the Brad Pitt one, like it's hilarious how like say him and Ross start to die here at Rachel Club. Uh, yeah, give her a, Ross, give her a teeny weeny, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then um, like say when he's screaming, saying, "Just pass me the yams," and and then Phoebe's trying to lick him as well. So like every time Phoebe's like is around, he's just giving him hugs or sniffing him and stuff. But honestly, Hello. like. I can watch that episode just stand alone yeah. and it just breaks me every time, just crying with laughter. It's one of yeah. the ones that I will go to. But me and my sister only discovered the other day, the other day, the other other month at Christmas, what yams actually are. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what yams no. Are. Is it a potato? It's, it's sweet potato with marshmallow on top. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yeah. Really? Yeah. It's sweet potato and marshmallows on the top and it's toasted. I just thought yams were just a sweet potato. That's all. I think. No, it's got marshmallows on it. If the white stuff on the top wow. is the marshmallow, oh, no. <laughs> is it hot? Is it eating hot? I don't like, know. We actually have an American in the chat, so Gabe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some insight, please. What the fuck's yams and why do you yeah. eat them? Yeah. <laughs> told us now, went, no. And she was like, honestly, marshmallows. Wow. Did not know that. Yeah. But that, we did get some interest in food in Friends as well. That's like talking about food. You, you can't not talk about the, the trifle. Rachel's yeah. trifle. And oh. you can actually buy so a recipe. People replicate that. You can actually buy a recipe, but they've got a Friends recipe book where you get all the like mixed joy sandwich yeah. and, and Russell sandwich as well. Um, but I've uh, seen, as you said, there's videos and things online of people replicating this trifle. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, would I wouldn't eat it, it, but I would love to replicate it. <laughs> just to say it's the way she it. says lady fingers. I love the way she goes, and lady fingers? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, it's just the way she says it. It's, I think it's just because of how you, you don't realise after the lady fingers that it's going into mince. Yeah, yeah. it's like gravy good, <laughs> peas good. But uh, Gabe's just said uh, yams, yams are sweet, are sweet potatoes. potatoes. Right. Okay. So, so, so the marshmallows might just be an extra. Like, oh, and a quiet taste. <laughs> I love, I, I love marshmallows, but the idea of them being on sweet potato just made me skin mm-hmm. crawl. Yeah, we're talking about food as well. Like, I would love to have tried one of Joyce meatball subs. Like, <gasps> yeah, they yeah. just looked so nice. Um, I remember, I think it was one of the episodes as well where he's like holding it and keeping it in. And to show his friendship with, was with Chandler, he says, oh, you you have it. But he gives him a bite. And Chandler thinks he gets the whole sandwich and he goes, no. <laughs> That's Joey after the cowbag fire scene, isn't it? Yeah. Where he, yeah. he protects his sandwich. Because <laughs> <laughs> Joey doesn't share food. Yeah. Everybody oh. knows that, right? <laughs> that, that was one of the best date scenes as well, though. And he's sitting there and he's got the chocolate all over his face. He's going, I'm not even sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but we're talking about like say different aspects. So, uh, 
a lot of people did cameo in Friends as well. So mm-hmm. I know I've talked about the Brad yep. Pitt one there, but what what yeah. was your would you say your favorite cameos in in the show? Oh, there's so many. Mm, Julia Roberts. I, yes. And John Claude Van Damme, uh, the knicker scene in the bathroom where he takes the door off and has to walk out because she steals his clothes and he's just wearing a pair of knickers. That's brilliant. Apparently, the vast majority of his book that he's just released is about Julia Roberts. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they were in a relationship at the time. And apparently, the mass, like the majority of it is how much he loved Jennifer Aniston and his relationship with Julia Roberts. Yes. <laughs> yes, I did hear about that. It must have been hard for him to film so much of the show whilst he was in love with a cast member that didn't feel the same back. Mm. Yeah, he yeah. was making enough money to get over it. Fair enough. <laughs> but, but a million show, episodes are right. <laughs> yeah, but I think, like I say, with Matthew Perry as well, it, it, it's, it's, I love, like, say, his portrayal of Chandler as well. But mm-hmm. there is difficult, there's difficult, when you watch it back now, because we know, because what we know what went on or what went on mm. behind the scenes and stuff, it does get uncomfortable when you see like his transformation when he oh, has all yeah. the like say the, the weight loss, then when he gets healthy and puts the weight back on. But you can yeah. even tell in his timing and his humour as well that there was big shifts it's and different. changes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after they get engaged. So yeah, the, and the they're episode, wearing the same clothes, yeah. But he is noticeably mm-hmm very slim and he looks yes. so poorly it's heartbreaking to look at it it's hard we, to watch we kind of knew matthew's perry's struggles but to mm-hmm. the not to the extent of what we know now with them being a lot more public about it and um, it was just heartbreaking to see that transformation from looking very healthy to looking incredibly unhealthy yeah Bless yeah him. i agree i agree uh the other one i was gonna say Character that I really liked was Dana DeVito as the stripper. Oh, oh I always forget about him. Honest <laughs> <laughs> yeah. to God, it is such a funny scene. I would love to think that's where Frank was born in Only That's when you realize this is how I'm going to basically be for the rest mm-hmm. of my life. But yeah. I'd say the heartbreaking scene when he like, goes through. Um, as you said, there's been so many good ones and like ones. Uh, I love some of the little subtle ones as well. Like I love the Helen Hunt and where oh, the, matter is, uh, the matter about you little joke mm-hmm. when like Phoebe's uh, sister Ursula. Um, but like I say, I, I'm sure I've, I, there was a one with I, I don't know if I dreamt this, but I'm sure there was a one with Robin Williams and Billy nope, Crystal. And Billy Crystal, they're on the couch together and yeah, they're having a, a... they steal their seats <laughs> and they yeah, a bit of, they're having a dispute over. Their wives, right? Yeah. Mm. with the other. <laughs> and they lose their temper. Charlie Sheen was really good in his episode. Yeah. As yeah. They'll get chicken um, pops. Sales... <laughs> <laughs> the oven mitts. Yeah. Scratching each other with the mitts on. <laughs> I don't think I appreciated Phoebe's humor and who Phoebe is as a person until mm-hmm. when I became oh, an adult. I yeah. adore her. Like I said, that, that was my biggest crush as a kid. I didn't fancy Monica or Rachel. It was always about Phoebe for me. Like I say, I don't know why. It must have been just the free-spirited uh, aspects to it. But like I say, I absolutely adored Lisa Kudrow and everything about it. Um, but um, I had a Jennifer one... Aniston haircut. You still I have, did have do it. <laughs> I do when I'm, I'm thinking about it. And when I look at it, it does a little bit. I, but I did have the full feathered mm-hmm. feathered hair because that it was, was popular, huge wasn't it? back in the day. 
But probably the one person that surprises the most with the cameo, because I know you got a few episodes out of it as well, because he is notorious like being a grumpy arsehole as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, Bruce Willis, like how good yeah. he was and doing that. Chicken whole... boy. Yep. I'm, a, I'm just a love machine. <laughs> <laughs> and seeing the whole, like, the interaction between him and Ross and then, like, seeing him getting with Rachel and stuff. Like, honestly, you would never see in a million years or think that Bruce Willis would do that after yeah. everything that you've read and heard about him behind the scenes and stuff. Yeah, but and yeah, know. one bad report came out about him being on that show because you always no. hear that something, like, something he's done, he's been either difficult to work with or he's been let go because he asked for too much. And in this, never heard a thing. Mm-hmm. Never heard a peep. So that's a nice, nice positive thing for him. Certainly. And... Like I said, staying on favourite things as well. So, again, I know I've probably just given mine away, but who was your favourite character? Like, <laughs> And you can't say all of them. <laughs> I think I like them all in different seasons. Hmm. Ah, you're going to go this way, um, I like this. <laughs> yeah, I do like them all in different seasons. Um, but I'd say if I had to pick one overall, I think it would be Phoebe. She's mm-hmm. just such a free spirit and... Yeah. Uh, She's been through so much in life and she's still yeah. really happy. <laughs> she's possibly the worst masseuse out there, but she's never stopped her dream of being a masseuse, has she? Depends or which client you were, because like I say, if she if 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 you if if you got the, the service that you give that one client that was married at her. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be I do I, like I said, I I appreciate Phoebe now as an adult, but my favourite character it will always be Ross. I just, oh. there's a, I don't know, he's very endearing to start with, mm-hmm. but there's a part in the middle where he just becomes like, I mean, like belly laughing funny. The episode where him and Chandler are going at each other to where Chandler says he has sex with dinosaurs and then Chandler's gay and then Ross is dead and my God. Oh, and some of the interactions he that mm-hmm. is so funny. Um, the episode where he gets his leather pants or when he goes to the tannin booth, that still cracks mm-hmm. me up to this. I feel like my eyes are going to start watering thinking about it. <laughs> it's when he goes, um, well, what colour are you? And he's like, I'll, ha- I'll have your shade. And he's like, what are you? And he's like, Puerto Rican. And it's like, oh, okay. <laughs> there is a lot of like humour with that. But I think Ross, as you said, is one of them ones where it's because... The show was pretty much made for David Swimmer. That, like, say so when the when the I think it when was, the yeah. like so that that was the only person that I had in mind. Like when they were mm-hmm. making the cast list and everything, I think a few of them came on board a little bit late. I think Matthew Perry was like the last one to be cast or something. If I remember rightly, um, it was on the reunion, wasn't it? Because they mentioned mm-hmm. like the step by step guide, and they mm-hmm. wrote the show with David Swimmer in mind, so he was always going to be Ross. There was yeah. no other one or Russ. If you can remember his Russ, Russ character. Oh. <laughs> it took me a long time to realise that was actually David Schwimmer. <laughs> I, just thought, I genuinely thought, as a kid watching it, that they just got someone in that really looked like him. They're doing a good job with the makeup as well, because it, it was deceiving as well. But I think mm-hmm. Ross got better when they moved him away from Rachel. Because yeah, because yeah. I because I know we all loved the storyline in uh, at the time, but Friends actually got better when they moved away from the Ross and Rachel, um, mm-hmm. and having like say the whether well, on a break um, and and all that stuff. When they got away from that dance, I think it, Friends to me 
got in its own and started becoming like, as you said, the the phenom that it was, is after the beach episode, uh, when yeah, yeah. when Ross basically front and back fifteen pages, um, and like he takes Bonnie there, but that's when I think you could tell a noticeable change in not just uh, the look but the colours and the quality yeah. in the filming, and like they could tell that there was money involved, and it kind of grew a lot lot from there and that's mm-hmm. when to me in my eyes that it became like what we got now because I think the fir- first early days it was very much just a romantic comedy and it was like yeah. so the friends aspect was going to be like the side stage but then they did stop focusing on Ross and Rachel and then focused on the group of friends and how things evolve and change and it was nice to think and I, I'm glad they didn't go with the obvious as well because the obvious way they could have done is gone Rachel and Ross got together uh, I know Chandler and Monica got together then having Joy and Phoebe get together that's I think would have not worked oh. as well and mm-hmm. I liked how no. he moved away and brought in Mike as a character because Paul Rudd is just good in everything that he does yeah. um, yep. I wouldn't even class it as a cameo because he just came in and stole the show as soon as he came in like, it's when she I, tells when she asks him to play piano and he's like well I don't have one in front of us well a true pianist wouldn't have let anything like that stand in the way and he just starts playing <laughs> Oh, one of I've just remembered someone else who is a a regular. I don't know. She's been in a few episodes, but she is an absolute highlight for me. And I will go back and watch her episodes. Is Christine Applegate as I knew um, knew you were going to say sister? she is absolutely phenomenal. Mm -hmm. It's when she goes and her flaws. (laughs) Yeah, she is brilliant in that program. Oh no! Is it she? Amy, isn't she? Um, yeah. And Reese's. I don't know because, like I said, there's got multiple sisters, but Reese is actually amazing when she comes in as well, just to show mm-hmm. how devious and conniving she is. Uh, when she goes on the date with Ross and she knows Rachel's looking out the window, so she's looking <laughs> that look uh, she gives. <laughs> and then she's like, "And you didn't even want to sleep with me? <laughs> 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 What's wrong with you?" <laughs> It's but, that look she gives. I can't think of what her name is. No, me neither. The sister? The, I really can't oh, think of what our other sister's name is. I don't think it matters at this point, to be fair. Because <laughs> <laughs> they, the... they mention now when the when she says, and she got fat, and yeah. she's like, what, front and back. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the family as well was always quite fucked up, like for all the characters in it. If you think about it, like Ross and, Rachel, uh, Ross and Monica's mum and dad, even though they were endearing, but they were absolutely like the mother was horrible, like horrible so, to Monica, yeah. to the mm-hmm. point where you actually wanted to punch her in the face at times. Um, yeah, I think they um, toned that down though, didn't they? Yeah, so it as, is. as it got further in, they turned it down, which I'm quite glad about because it was quite rough to see her mum judge her so much. Mm-hmm. No, definitely, and and going from then because Jack was just basically the, the, like easy going, wanting an easy life and stuff. Uh, yeah. But they used Ross as a medical marvel, so that's why he was like a golden <laughs> boy and uh, stuff like that. Um, I think the most normal of like the family were probably Rachel's mum and dad, even though like say they were bitter and just like rich and hate each other. Mm-hmm. And, like, that episode where Monica forgets to invite her to the baby shower. Like, oh, say, yeah. <laughs> that well, it wasn't Monica. Sorry, it was Phoebe who forgot it, but Monica got the blame. Um, yeah. But 
like say the aspect but even if you think about like um like Chandler's parents Jesus God um uh, like mm-hmm. say the, the amazing performances we got from Kathleen Turner Kathleen Turner wasn't yeah it? Kathleen Turner. it was um, it was Kathleen Turner as his as his dad I can't yeah. remember who his mum's played by, but she's oh, gorgeous. Like, yeah. It's like a like a miniature version of Dolly Parton type thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But and But I loved come... how I loved how Kathleen Turner looked very similar in silhouette to his mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love I love that aspect of it. And then you got uh, Joy's family who with the was it the seventeen sisters or something like that? <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot. Right. And yeah. they were all started with Sister Mary. Was it Sister Mary or no, I'm thinking of something. I'm thinking of bloody. Uh, I think the sister midwife. act. Now. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of call the midwife. They all had like a, the the names started the same, but then they had a different one at the end. <laughs> Mary Angela and stuff like that. Yeah, because it was yeah. like a very yeah, Catholic they did. family. Yeah. For that, for that episode as well, when they got uh, Chandler to go in with uh, like sleep with one of his sisters, and then he couldn't <laughs> he couldn't name which <laughs> one he was with. Because <laughs> they all they all, did, they all looked exactly the same. Yeah. They did, but that's the type of thing. Sure, when they did try to like progress and grow, and you like you find out, but they're always the sad bit as well. It's like when you try to find out, like do it in a nice way, but when you find out about Phoebe's family, because as you mm-hmm. as as you said, Jen, she did go through the roughest, uh, like say, childhood and roughest life. Yeah. But they never shied away from that as well. So yeah. even when you find out different aspects, like um, how his dad ran away with another family, but he loves stilts. Uh, yeah, like they made a joke about <laughs> that. So short. <laughs> yeah, um, and when she finally did meet him as well, and how uncomfortable and and strange it was, then you find out that his a mum wasn't actually a mum who killed herself. Mom, yeah, it was a the, a the the friend who she thought and kind of building that relationship, and then uh, having like say Ursula in, who was basically from Mad About You, uh, was again a, a, a genius stroke and. Like oh, all yeah. the different interactions and uh, and things good, like the later episodes with uh, Sean Pe- Sean Penn, yeah. uh, where yeah, Ursula's as... tricking him and having all these different as- like things. But um, I'm trying to think now because there was a different episode as well where I think it was David Arquette, wasn't it? Was yeah, it? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. It was, yeah. It was before him and was it before him and Courtney got together or after? I can't remember. But yeah, he played this. He played Ursula Stalker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How but it did go through like a lot of like, like I know it was a comedy show and have different aspects, and it probably isn't remembered as much. But it did have like say quite a lot of like harsh or upsetting like topics in these show as well that you you don't really like think of as much now. Um, like as you said, having a Phoebe's mom kill herself when she was younger and growing up uh, yeah. with it, um, and then being re- reincarnated in her cat. It's a cat. Yeah. <laughs> And Ross trying to convince her that it's not. And I love Phoebe's answer to it. It's like, I believe it, then who cares? Like, yeah. just just let me have it. And um, there's only been one occasion that this program's made me cry. And it was a Phoebe moment. Maybe Phoebe is my favourite character. Um, <laughs> it was when David, scientist guy, came mm-hmm. back. Um, and he left her again. And she lied to Joey that about going on a date with him and, and and passing him off. And Joey goes, he, it's like he's going to go and ready to confront her and David's just left in the taxi and I, it's a voice, a voice breaks. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And he goes, are you okay? And she just goes, no, I'm not okay. And I'm like, I feel like I'm going to cry now. <laughs> it was just the way her voice broke. You've never heard Phoebe lose it like that. She's always mm-hmm. had such a positive spin on everything, like everything. And that moment broke her and it absolutely broke me as a viewer just watching her. It was it was just so heartbreaking. <laughs> she lost her sight in the sky. <laughs> I was ruining for them as a couple because he did keep coming back. And then mm-hmm. when he came back after she split with Mike, I was like, is this where Phoebe gets her happy ending? But then she, I mean, to be fair, I'm happy she ended up with Mike. Um, oh, yeah. But I did think that they were going to go with scientist guy at the end was mm-hmm. going to win Phoebe over. Yeah. They were going to end up happily ever after. And that's, that's probably one of the one things I did like about it as well. That didn't always go with the obvious. Mm-hmm. Like, say, there's a lot of shows and especially 10 years and i know a lot of the like people will go back ah but if you watch it back if you watch this the first time it's very unpredictable mm-hmm. like certain things and i know when we did the big bang episode i did shit on like say the the friends ending a bit because it, it, to me i think it was like leaving too much open to have like say because i know they had joy in the works and and like, mm-hmm. say, they didn't want to close that door and finish it so it didn't feel like a complete ending for me. And I didn't, I, I know there were certain aspects. I loved the bit where they're all handing the keys. Yeah. I think that's great done. But anything yeah. else, it kind of didn't close the door on, on relationships or didn't really close that chapter to the point where, I, like me personally, felt like say that we deserved. You weren't and satisfied. That, yeah. And I think that's what disappointed us as well when they announced the reunion show. Because I, I know initially when they announced it, we all thought we were getting a, a spin-off, like an episode, like mm-hmm. a, a feature-long episode where we're going to say, oh, see where they are now, what's happened to them, see what like happened with the twins and stuff. And let's let's be honest, Ross is a shit dad because we don't hear about Ben at all. Yeah, <laughs> Ben like, just totally disappears. <laughs> well, when when Space did their reunion, like what Friends did, they did like a, they did like a walk around of the, you know they talked all about the show. But at the end, at the very end, they have um the the go to the 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 camera zooms on the the apartment that they lived in, and then kind of zoom it's zooming out slowly, and you see Simon Pegg's character coming to the door with a baby in his arms, and Daisy shouts over. Um, can you bring Leah back in? And they have like this little to and fro with each other, and it kind of that kind of concluded space as to where they were. And I would have loved to have seen that with friends, just even if it was just a snippet, just like mm-hmm. this is where they are right now. And that's all yeah, I need I agree. to know. Yeah. yeah, even though even though I did enjoy it, like see, I know a lot of people did like say have complaints about it, but I enjoyed seeing their aspects. And I'll I'll, I'll die on my sword there. I thought I thought. Uh, Joey, what's he called? Matthew, uh, Matt LeBronc and, uh, like, say, Phoebe, I don't know, and at least Kudrow were the most it's genuine true. uh people mm-hmm. in there as well. There was a lot of uh gushing and stuff like that, especially, like, say, from Jennifer Aniston and, like, say, Ross, uh, David mm-hmm. Swimmer. But I thought, like, say, Lisa Kudrow and, and Matt LeBlanc came across absolutely amazing on that reunion yeah. and i loved seeing the like when we finally found out what happened to joyce like where he was in the sling um because yeah. like, all of a sudden he like say in some episodes he just had a sling on i was like what's happened there but he found out he actually did dislocate his shoulder falling over a chair yeah <laughs> oh it was the it was the jumping into the chair Jump. wasn't it yeah it was the episode where yeah. the, where he ends up wearing all the it's the the night where the the, the don't get ready 
I'm sure that's what the episode's yeah. called as well. I love that episode. Um, but I think Matt LeBlanc was just really happy to get out the house. He just seemed so genuinely ecstatic that he was mm. doing something and he was out the house because I feel like lockdown might have just like got him just a little bit. True, but he, you have to admit it, out of the, the, the careers of all the friends, other than Jennifer Hansen, who had a bit of resurgence later on, I think Matt yeah. LeBlanc's had the most successful, like c- coming out afterwards. Like, yeah. if you've you ever seen his, uh, the show he did on for Channel 4, that, like I said, that American TV show uh, episodes. He is absolutely funny as fuck. Oh, no. one, of the, one of the funniest things. It is just basically Matt LeBonk, like playing a little bit of joy, but it's basically just him just taking the piss and hearing him saying, telling people to fuck off and everything. <laughs> joy, joy swearing is it's 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 a weird experience, but honestly, like watch episodes, it it is one of the most um like hidden gems that I discovered during lockdown. And my wife loves it. Like um it's got her at a black boot sin as well. Um, yeah, I know exactly which one you're talking about now. It was like a, it like came out of nowhere, didn't it? And it really like because it's a really exaggerated version of Matt LeBlanc. Yeah, it's basically just like I'm a pretty uh, like American actor like doing in a British TV like thing, and he's just like saying being so like negative and just trying to fuck everything. But honestly, it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to give it. I think my dad likes it. I'm gonna have to give it a watch because I've heard really good things about it. I got a shock when I saw Lisa Kudrow in Bad Neighbours because I hadn't seen her in anything for such a long time. And then all of a sudden she's there and I'm sure she drops an F-bomb in there too. And I was like, my God, (laughs) wash your mouth out, Lisa. (laughs) Yeah. um, Would, but saying that, talking about like the, like, like say the reunion stuff, would you be upset if we did get another episode or another season? Not even a full 24 episodes, just like a six episode, just to tell a little bit of the story now? Or are you happy with what we got? I think it's very much sought after by the fan base. They they, they want something something more. Because, like you say, it was left so wide open. And mm-hmm. Joey was the only one that didn't end the show in a relationship. And I'd mm-hmm. like to see where Joey went. I didn't actually watch the Joey show when it came out because no. I'd I, I don't think I was ready for it and it didn't do well and didn't really. I, I don't so think the world I'm was ready for it. Gla- yeah, I'm quite glad that I haven't watched it. So I think, and it, uh, the, they all had children and did Phoebe and Mike have kids because that's what they were talking about towards the end. So yeah. I think, I think there is that, there is a need, I think, in the fan base that we'd like even just a couple of, a one hour long episode. Just give us that. Yeah. And, being one of the very few people that did actually watch the Joey spin-off, it wasn't as bad as a lot of people made out. It just Was wasn't it friends. How That's did they get around the Eddie character? Because yeah, the, guy, the guy plays his best friend is Eddie for who was his was Chandler's roommate when Joey left. Oh, they convinced no, him he was crazy. No, that like, he, when, did he play someone completely different? <laughs> no, no, he wasn't in it. He was. Joey. I'm sure he wasn't. No, he was. Because... He was the um the guy who played Eddie, who was the roommate. He was his friend in Joey. Mm, but I don't think that. I don't know if he was Eddie or not. Right, because it had the last out of the Sopranos, and yeah. had the and it had a son. Them were the three main characters, but it wasn't Eddie. It was the guy um from Teenage Werewolf or something like that. 
We will have to find out. <laughs> I am Googling right now. I can't remember Eddie being. It looked like a kid that looked like Eddie, but he had the same hair, but it wasn't Eddie. I always Eddie. thought it was. No, it wasn't. Hang on, hang on. Keep talking. <laughs> No, no, I'm going to see if you proved right or wrong here. Yeah, it is. Adam Goldberg is Jimmy in in uh, Joey, and he's also Eddie in Friends. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's the guy with the big hair. That's all I remember is just he had big hair. Yeah. yeah. And I always wondered how they got around that. Mm, because right. they'd split it of a character. Yeah, but they do it in Supernatural all the time. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Like, so oh, there's quite a there. cast in here. Jennifer mm-hmm. Coolidge was in it. Why well, didn't yeah. I watch it? <laughs> but I think it played up to the fact that, like, say, Joey was like just in, like trying to be Joey as an idiot when, but at that stage, we hadn't had Joey for an idiot for so long, and mm-hmm. it would, and it was just paying Joey as a failure a little bit as well. So he didn't oh. want to see Joey as a failure. Like he couldn't get an acting job, and he was like, I. I it felt a little bit forced, but that's the type of thing. People wanted good things for Joey, and yeah. that's why I probably didn't accept it as much as well. But um, Speaking but yeah. of Joey's acting career, mm-hmm. he's had some memorable moments through his career in that show. Obviously, Gary Oldman being one of the Charlton Heston being another. <laughs> um, and whoa, what was it? When he become days of our, on the soap days it's of our right. lives, yeah. My he's had my such a career. Sorry, go on. No, I just, uh, my, I just didn't get a great career. Oh, my favorite one is where he's doing the Freudian flair, and he's singing <laughs> we're singing it. When, when you first want to tinkle, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is like I will sing along to that every time, and I always forget that it exists until the episode comes on and I'm like oh my god he did this as a kid that just went straight over my head yeah. and I didn't even really understand what he was singing or what he was singing about as an adult hilarious absolutely <laughs> yeah. hilarious one of the ones I enjoyed as well like Joey's performances in the players um, was the one where he, he fell in, I think fell in love with Caitlin um, and you think it's going to be this serious romantic comedy and at the end, when he when she realizes this, she's when she's going to LA to be like uh, working a working a film or working a TV show, um, a spaceship ladder drops down, and he goes, yeah. "I'm going, I'm going off to blurg on seventy six. I just want you to know, <laughs> in in two hundred years, I'll be back. You'll have been long gone, but your great 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 granddaughter, I'm going to want to meet her. I'm just like." <laughs> Wasn't expecting that as well because they've, they've been going on about the reviews for this player as well, uh-huh. uh, saying how terrible and how Joey wasn't the worst thing in it. And I was like, oh, like say they've got the proper art director, they're going on saying this is the best new big play. I was like, is this going to be like some kind of comedy, a romantic thing? And then it comes down and, it's, yeah. and I was like, what the fuck? Is something out of cocoon mm. here? That was that was a big surprise and really, especially with how serious. The I can't remember who the actress is who plays the girl, the love interest in that little arc, but it's how serious she takes everything, mm-hmm. knowing that that's how it's going to end. <laughs> but oh, um, there was there was a lot of that like joy moments like throughout. Um, but like I said, a lot of the ones as well, you could see that was a joy episode, that was a Chandler episode, and yeah. there weren't like say 
like scared to share the, the limelight as well. But some of the, like say the banter as well between the cast, they must have had so much fun. Like the yeah. the com the competition episode where they're quizzing each other to win the apartments. Like oh. how intense they got in that as well. I know it's acting yeah. and stuff, but they must have gotten so involved and enjoyed that when they realised, mm -hmm. like say, what the stakes were and like how they played out. But again, it it it's done in such a way and such a, a like like there'll be no fucking way I would have traded my apartment because that apartment that Not George Channel in was shit and terrible compared to um like say what like they lived into. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they did actually an estimate. It was a while ago as well, and saying how much it would have cost. Like there was so many million to actually buy that apartment if if it actually existed in yeah. in New York as well. It was probably one of the most expensive apartments that you could have gotten uh, at that time. Monica got it for wow. a steal because her grandma yep. rent controlled. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was a beautiful set though. The, yeah. apart the the apartment was absolutely stunning, the colours in it. And the fact that there was a colour palette for Monica and Rachel's place and a separate colour palette for Joey and, like, you, you knew boys lived there and mm -hmm. you knew girls lived there. It was, it was her. And I love the, the two difference between the two. And obviously Ross's place is very serious. And... They had a lot of places, though. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it is. Well, he had a lot of wives as well, so. <laughs> very true. Very, very true. And Phoebe's place was very eccentric. And then paintings, mm -hmm. um, the ones with the women yeah. coming out of them. I oh, want one of them so badly. No, no. Gladys? Gladys. Gladys. Gladys was one of like, the coming out and walking out from life. Because cause, um, I'm sure in one, uh, was it Rachel that used it Rich. to scare uh, Joy at times Joey. as well. Um, but I... I you mentioned a word, and I, I don't think it actually rings true to friends. And I, this is probably not a negative thing, but one of the things that actually a sit the sitcom this big works with and does well is continuity. I don't think the continuity through the seasons and through the show holds up as well as as other shows. Yeah. There's loads of things that don't ring true, or things change, and they don't always give you explanations. But I always like the fact that Friends is a pickup show where it doesn't matter what season it is, what episode it is, you can just watch an episode or two and still enjoy it and not worry about missing anything. And I think yeah, that is, like, say, mm -hmm. I think that's one of the strong things because there's things that happens through the show that you never you never gets explained or but you never really miss. Like mm -hmm. the duck and the the duck and the chick. Like they just yeah. disappear one season, like after being things and like uh, they make a reference to it about going to the farm later on, but it's, oh, fun it's at a, the farm! <laughs> yeah, but yeah. then it's like things like that. And as I mentioned before, Ross being a shit dad and Ben just disappearing for like saying, uh, um, speaking of animals, I'm just going to go and tell mine where I am in two seconds. And other things as well, um, like uh, Gunther just appears, like changes, like um, the actor who owns or runs the coffee shop. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. I'm watching season two at the minute and it's the original guy with the, mm -hmm. I think he's got glasses and he's telling Rachel that she's a terrible waitress and she needs retraining. And I'm like, wait, where did he disappear to? <laughs> All of a sudden Gunther is the manager and it's his place. So we just, the assumption is, is that he just bought him out and it's yeah. now Gunther's place. Oh, he, like I, said, I think he mentioned that Gunther just works for him at some point. But again, yeah. it, it's, it's like things to try and go back to. 
but they don't really think like Carol and Susan just disappear out out yeah. completely as well after the joke become I think less funny, shall we say? Yeah, um, yeah. And, and, yeah. Say that and kind also of... the change the changed actresses as well with them. Um... They did. Susan. Susan. Not, Susan. not Susan. No, no, Carol, Carol sorry. Carol. Carol. Yeah, Carol, with Carol. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, they also used Phoebe's brother as a stand-in. Um, but, yeah. With the condom um, episode. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wasn't great. But you know what? It's it's very forgivable because mm-hmm. it's not, it doesn't change the, mm-hmm. the outline of the story. It doesn't change no. the friends' characters or anything like mm-hmm. that. Um, so yeah, it is really forgivable. All these little little bits that you you pick up on. No, definitely, and and I think only after you watch it, like because with you watching shows now, they try and zero in, make every single little detail matter or little conversation matter, and try and keep up. Mm-hmm. Which it's hard to watch these days because you can't. Like I think we talked about it during the franchise episode, you can't then jump into a Marvel movie. And expect to yeah. know what's going on halfway through. Watch, oh, this character, like, well, you've got to watch 15 years worth of thing. But friends, you yeah. could pretty much say to someone, like, like for example, uh, Jen, your kids, if they've never watched Friends, oh, watch this daft episode. And it's got nothing to do with what's like, happened in the last five seasons, but it's just a silly episode. And they'll probably enjoy it yeah. and laugh and probably mm-hmm. get it as well. And I think yeah. that's something that not many shows um, like, realise is, is a good thing as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because everyone wants this new big thing or the next big TV show, um, mm-hmm. but they always try and worry too much about the details at times. Sometimes it's just got to be fun. Mm-hmm. And I think in the nineties as well, that's what Friends was. It was just absolutely hilariously, and it was fun to watch and yeah. something you could talk to. And it was addictive, really, yes. addictive, yeah. really addictive. Mm-hmm. And I think the only show that I can think of at the top of my head that does this has almost the same and i know they're very heavily influenced by friends was is always sunny because with always sunny you can pick an episode up and you just you don't have to know the beginning or the end of it you can just Mm -hmm. watch it as its own thing yeah so i think with friends though the only like episodes that used to matter story-wise was the start of the season and the end of the season so yeah. they were the ones that used to conjoin or used to like anything that happened in the season before was leading up to these type of aspects. But yeah. story wise, you could have little, little things where you could even miss three episodes out and you wouldn't be lost often story wise. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like or Joey gets a new girlfriend, Chandler gets jealous and falls in love with her and then dates her for oh, a little bit, Kathy. then she disappears and mm-hmm. then but you don't miss her type thing because it's it's the relationships between the friends that are the important yeah. things. That's what you're bothered about, that's what you're watching. Yeah, no one's missing Kathy. She cheated on him anyway. Yeah, she was a horrible person. Right. Yeah, I was like, see ya. <laughs> How did Chandler not think she wasn't going to do that to him? Yeah, that really yeah, bothered I mean, look me. Look how they got together. So. Yeah, Kathy's a horrible person. Yeah, I mean, people really didn't like Emily, but I think Kathy is mm-hmm. worse than I would say Emily. I don't like the Emily episodes, and I do tend to skip them. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Kathy was worse. But I think because the Emily character was very controlling, though. Like, mm-hmm. so every aspect, like, because I know we've all had, like, say, uh, jealous ex-girlfriends or jealous ex-boyfriends or jealous, like, say, like people? friendships, <laughs> people, shall we say, <laughs> uh, in your lives and stuff like that. But that's what it kind of reminds you of as well, is that controlling mm-hmm. factor. But I think one thing I did love about Friends as well, because, like, we all went out and, like, say, like trying to use the American phrase now, dated during the 90s and early mm. 2000s. 
So we all had different experiences. And I'll be honest, a lot of the relationships or dating experiences were quite close to what happened on Friends. That's one thing they got like right. Like the blokes and the women in there were, like say, similar type of uh, people. So they made that quite realistic in a, in a yeah. moment, which people don't really notice and stuff as well. But I can relate heavily to a lot of the different uh, like people that people like met during that time because there, some of them were scarily realistic. Like I knew someone that was as annoying as Janice. And even though Janice I was love a lovely Janice, Janice was yeah. a lovely person, but like say, I think in in friendship groups as well, like we had a Janice. I was probably, I probably was Janice in a way. <laughs> <laughs> you were not. I love the voice. The voice, though, really, it, it didn't, it never annoyed us. It only mm. made us laugh, and it's just them. Oh, Chandler Bing, I just I think, love it. She's definitely like an honorary friends member, yeah. isn't she? It's, um, it's when she she, she was in it right through. Yeah. It's when she tells Chandler when she's when he when he sees her in the hospital bed pregnant, she's like, "It's yours." And he, <laughs> <laughs> and he believes her. She does it twice though, because I, I watched today in season two, um, where he doesn't want to be like Mr. Heckles and decides yeah. to start dating Janice again. Calls her and she's pregnant, and he's like, "Is it mine?" And she's like, "We haven't seen each other in like a year." <laughs> But she's heavily pregnant, and he thinks it's his. Hilarious. My best uh, Janice moment is after she's done Ross, and she breaks up with Ross, and she sees uh, Joey, and she goes, two down, down," and you see the fear in Joey's face. It's like, Joey, you know you've got your own choices. You don't have to go there. Yeah. It's It's not going to happen if you don't want it to. (laughs) It's the fact that they still brought Janice back, even though she wasn't in the episode, where Mm. Chandler gives Monica the mixtape and they're dancing Mm. to it, and then all you hear is, my funny Valentine. Yeah. My little (laughs) bingling. And they even brought her back near towards the end as well, and... um, Uh And they're buying the house, and then yeah. she's going to be buying the house next door. And, and he's like, "You can't buy this house. Why? It's because with you living next door, I'm not going to be able to, to live with myself. I'll, I'll be over here all the time cheating on Monica." <laughs> and she kisses him, going, "I understand." And, and you see, just uh, like basically um, any erection that Chandler would ever have just disappear for the rest of his life <laughs> um, in that in that one moment. Um, that's as, as we mentioned about Matthew Perry as well. Like said, like sadness like through the seasons you can see but when he gets like say when he comes back and starts being Chandler again and seeing the growth because mm-hmm. all the characters kind of get that growth all the way through the seasons and he kind of stayed stunted until mm-hmm. he met Monica and gets married yeah. and then you see him getting into advertising as well which is perfect like for these type of humor and type of comments he it's made but um I always wanted to be like Chandler when I was a kid because I always wanted to be the funny person, the popular one. So I always thought, like, I always like thought being funny represented popular people would like you more. So yeah. it was kind of the one I always tried to aspire to. But the probably sad thing is, with there's been the love of food and the and the way I was in in the nineties, probably more like Joy with the slut I was. <laughs> the slut you was. Not as not as successful as Joy just throwing it out there, but yes. <laughs> we haven't, we haven't really touched. Never... Oh, sorry, go on. Could never pull off. How are you doing? <laughs> I try. I try every week with. How, what are you watching? <laughs> um, we haven't really talked about Monica. I feel like That's... she's just been a little bit abandoned and left out of the whole conversation. 
to be honest, she's the one that was just there. Mm-hmm. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I agree. Like, um, she she started out as like the clean freak, which mm. obviously that progressed. And I think that episode where um Chandler hires the maid to clean the house. Yeah. That was one of the most pointless episodes ever. I'm like, you know your wife is a clean freak. Why have you hired a maid? It's only gonna yeah, she, yeah. she has incredibly major OCD. Yes. Massively. Yes. And it's pointed out mm-hmm. from the one of the very first episodes yeah. with the trainers where she can't mm-hmm. she, she can't leave them. Mm-hmm, and she has sleepless nights over it. So to bring someone in to do something that she clearly thoroughly enjoys doing yeah. was really you don't know your wife. I think that's one of my my bottom episodes for that reason, yeah. because I'm like, do you know your wife? Like why would yeah. you create this specific episode when you yeah. know you know it's it just didn't work for me the yeah, I, flashback I, episodes with monica were hilarious though yeah them yes. are the, the, the highlights but i think with monica a lot of the jokes and a lot of the comedy were the same trick over and over yeah I as i said courtney cox brilliant actress but i don't think as a comedy actress she stands up well when you put it like say with the people who she was with mm-hmm. but like i said so they kind of relied on uh like clean freak or sex jokes or fat jokes with Monica all through. Mm-hmm. Like I still laugh at certain episodes, like her episode when she finds this uh, the shark to attack here. When she thinks uh, <laughs> when she thinks Chandler's getting off to shark or uh, shark attacks. So she puts it on and she, you see her wince and that again is absolutely hilarious. But there's only so many times that like say Monica be scary, Monica can be clean or Monica wants everything in a perfect way. Yeah. That was kind of the note we got all through. Like the flashback episodes are good, you, you kind of let, like, say, let loose and be be daft and just be silly. But I think the character that Monica was needed the straight person to go against these people. Um, mm-hmm. And it was never going to be Rachel, even though, because Rachel was just there just because she was beautiful. And, and, and again, she got a little bit silly towards the end, like the bit where she tries on all the different outfits and ends up in the cheerleader outfit is again, I like <sighs> hell uh, I hate that but, episode. But it's still, it's hilarious, but it's still cringe. It's so cringe. Folks. It's very, cringy. very cringy. It's very much like the office type of humor type thing, uh, like where you just you shouldn't really be looking. It's going past a mm-hmm. car crash and then you're saying, don't yeah. look, don't look, but yeah. you can't help but look. But look, um, Jennifer Anderson's in a chilled outfit. Yeah, and then when she gets a knickers caught in a dress lip. as well. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and a bridesmaid dress. Yes. But that is I, good. Yeah, but I do feel sorry for Courtney Cox a little bit as well, because I think she was the bigger name coming into the show, and she kind of got saddled with what she got. And mm. I know they yeah. did get development as well, but I don't think mm-hmm. she got as, as much glory as the others, shall we say. Yeah, I, I think that my favourite moments for her is mm-hmm. always going to be the, her and Ross's arguments when they're just mm-hmm. screaming at each other. The mm-hmm. one where um, the, their parents don't like Chandler because they thought they smoked pot in Wait. the house and in actual fact it was Ross. And then all these like little secrets start coming out. <laughs> um, yeah. I love and when then you find out that Ross was um, Monica's first kiss. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. You well, that, that's first kiss that, that's ever. wrong as well, though. You know, some mm. things can be, when you look back, at problematic. Very and you look back and you think, right, so Ross and Monica kissed and it was against 
Monica's Which consent. Is, yeah. Yeah. At that time, it was funny. And when oh, you look see, back, I wasn't looking at that. I'm just looking at two people screaming at each other. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I, I think do that's, like a good screen first. <laughs> but that, but that, I think that's like say a good thing to touch upon about like friends because there is a lot of people now that look back and like especially because I think there was a lot of hell on with the when it was on Netflix. A lot of the people who yeah. haven't seen Friends before were saying, mm-hmm. "Why is this funny? Why is people?" Because it, what people forget though, it was very much of the time. Like all the yeah. types of jokes were very similar about the the around that time. Like if you watch. TV shows like Frasier or even go back even further, Only Fields and Horses, very problematic humour, but still mm-hmm. I wouldn't say delete it or remove it because oh, no. it's very much of the time. But you can mm-hmm. look back and say, I think even they have come out and said, yeah, some of the jokes and some of the like homophobic aspects yeah. in, in Friends, which again was quite uh, prevalent. But I've got a lot of, like say, not gay, gay friends and, and, and lesbian friends that love Friends as well and yeah, get that same. type of humour but it's it's I can understand why people now look at it and say, "Ooh, cringeworthy." But again, mm. they've got to look at it with different type of, of viewpoint. Yeah. It's not well, like it's being made now; it's made at yeah. a time where you've... it might not have been correct, but it was like say acceptable for them type of jokes. Mm-hmm. But also look at the progression you've made from that TV show to what you would get now. You wouldn't get jokes like that, so there has been mm-hmm. a progressional move from that time to to where we are it's not like you're getting them kind you're getting them kind of jokes put into tv shows that are being made today unless you're watching all with sunny but that's the thing because mm. like i talk now with my friends differently to what i used to talk to my friends but like yeah. when i was at school or at college or when i was 18 and stuff it's about like life lessons and learning like what mm-hmm. what like that type of humor or type of jokes can do to people and you again i'm not saying it's right or wrong but it's about learning yeah. and, and trying to grow as well because I we can't always like like we can't always fix the mistakes we've made. Sorry, I'm getting all get uh uh like say deep now. We can't always fix the mistakes we can do, but we can promise we not never relive them. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can learn from them, <clears throat> and that's all you can do as human beings. You can only just learn and grow and develop from them. You can't apologize forever for things that were. But You've I got think, to learn from it. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. there's a lot of like because I because I, I know what came out during lockdown and this stuff. There was a very much of a cancel culture, um, like yeah. say wrongly or rightly for a lot of different things. Like people were saying, "Oh, this film's gonna should be removed," or this aspect. Fair enough, but if you go back, cause I know this. I think like say, I, I'll, I'll give a lot of shit to Disney because they do a lot of things wrong. But one thing I think they did right with Disney Plus is they didn't cut anything out of like old movies they put just put warnings on beforehand yeah yeah and, and then yeah. I, I a disclaimer just experiencing this isn't this was very much at the time where different aspects to it warner brothers went a different way and they cut certain characters or cartoons out of their library that you cannot watch out anymore mm. like the looney tunes yeah yeah, it's Gone like... with the Wind was the same. They mm-hmm. they put a huge because obviously that's a three three hour long film, so they put a massive disclaimer at the beginning that this is a product of its time. Obviously, doesn't represent, mm-hmm. you know, things as it is today. Watch it for as it what it what it was. Mm-hmm. But mm, I didn't know that. Yeah, but I know that there's certain films that, like, say, there's probably should be like not be seen again. Like, I know a song from the south will never get released. Uh, again, or Disney will never bring out. Um, it's not a bad thing. 
yeah, and not yeah. just because not just because of the actual film the the, the whole making of it is atrocious mm-hmm. the the way that the the lead actor was tra- it, it should just bin it put it in yeah. the sea disney <laughs> but that's uh, we're going back to friends as well uh, I, I, as you said i think of its time yes now it is problematic in ways but mm-hmm. i don't like say any type of friendship group or anything has its issues or always made jokes that weren't appropriate. Um, yeah. like when we had a similar discussion to the Big Bang Theory, where people were saying, um, Big Bang Theory has shown nerd culture in a bad way, but we didn't say it that way. We saw no. some um, doctors just enjoying what they like and being mm-hmm. silly about it. And again, I've got friends that like act like Howard Wallowitz when I was a kid. I've got friends who acted like uh, Leonard. I, I probably. Um, Howard Wolowitz, which is the scariest thing. Um, <laughs> what yeah, have we learned I, today? <laughs> we learned things. But yes, um, but no, I think it's an interesting thing because, like, a lot of people do just come out and say, "Our oh, friends should never be watched again mm. because of it made ah, so many jokes." And, yeah, and, mm. and I think it's more to do with like not to say, like sounding old here, but like the youth of the the, the being not as open minded, shall we say, as they should be. Mm. That's my controversial comment of the day there. <laughs> so, oh, so, um, so just to wrap things up, because I know we've had, a, like I say, a busy weekend, bless you, and a busy week there so far. So what is, again, I know we've talked about favourite episodes and stuff, but what is your episode that you like would go back to each time without, like, like what you feel trying to think of the right way of putting it not the feel personally towards but what which one do you feel like say remind you the most of friends the friends is friends episode shall we say <laughs> friendly friends, friends episode, episode. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, dookie. um because mine's um uh, probably be the las vegas trip when joey oh. uh, uh like about the the film and Chandler's panicking thing and mm. he didn't believe in him. So he's going to be prove his friends again. And then Monica um again and uh Chandler decide they're gonna go get married if they uh, roll a certain uh thing on the dice. And then you yeah. get the whole Ross and Rachel getting married. It's it's just that's the one I always think of when as soon as I think of friends, that's where my mind always goes to. That was such a t- great twist as well. Like, yeah, genuinely didn't see that coming. No, I didn't see that coming either. That was a total surprise. It was square though. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think that's a really good, a really good episode to go back to. Um, I'm trying. There's so many. <laughs> I I'm really just... like. I really like the Ross leather pants episode. <laughs> it's so. Funny. It's it's just it's just pure comedy, and I absolutely love it. Where he's like. He's lathering himself all up and then he slaps himself he in the forehead. It's just... His physical comedy got so better as time went on. Yeah, and the uh, sandwich episode is just nice. brilliant nice. too. Sandwich. My sandwich. I yeah. wanted that sandwich, I'm not going to lie. How good does the moisture maker sound? <laughs> <laughs> a moisture maker, yeah. But then that leads to um, That's My Sister with you know the new apartment. Where he gets mm-hmm. ugly naked guy's apartment, and oh, you know it. That it, I think those bunch of episodes are mm-hmm. they're all brilliant. Cool. And um, when you find out he wasn't always an ugly naked guy, he was a good looking naked guy until he yeah. uh, until he lost his way. 
I mm-hmm. do like the flashback episodes and I'm not, I, I think the one I, I really enjoyed was when it was the what ifs. What ifs. What if, if, that was two, two yeah, episodes, wasn't it? Mm. What if Rachel didn't, you know, what if Rachel didn't marry Barry and um, what if Ross and Phoebe got together and even, and I always thought that could have been a possibility at some point. And I don't know why there was. When Ross couldn't get his balls out. Yeah, I, I do like them episodes when Joey is a very famous actor. Yes. Um, yeah. And tries it on with Rachel and Rachel's sick on him. Um, and Monica and Chandler still managed to gravitate yeah, towards together. each other. And mm-hmm. I like that because that relationship was not one I hated. I hated the fact that they tried to get Joey and Rachel together. And I'm yeah. so glad they did such a U-turn on it and was mm-hmm. like, nope, this doesn't work. This does not Do you think work. they realised and were like, yeah, that we need to stop it? Do you think they realised yeah. that the fans weren't happy with that? Because I, I don't know how far ahead they recorded the episodes to have been able to grasp that actually, wait, what are you doing? That's not right. Mm. And then do that think, U-turn. Yeah, I think there was a lot of course correcting throughout the show at times. Mm. Like, say, with certain characters and certain things. I think that one, I think I don't think they needed the fans to realise that it wasn't working. I don't think the the cast yeah. were, were that comfortable with it either. Yeah, um, it's uncomfortable wanted, watching. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the like the Mona episodes as well. That again, she doesn't fit in off. My Ross. I, my notes is episodes I don't like Mona. <laughs> That's Mona. Yeah. Look. Mona. 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 Uh, <laughs> she was um she was in a really in one of the episodes that was good was the fancy dressed episode where yes. Ross was dressed oh, as Sputnik. She's just a nurse. <laughs> yeah. But I do get the whole oh have you he's he's got something. <laughs> there they are. The Chandler oh that Chandler Bing one is so cute. You can uh, get a flock too. version as well. Yeah. Yes, and you can, and that's worth so much money. Mm-hmm. Which one? Flock the version. flocks version. So it's like Chandler but fluffy. Yes, it's oh, very. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I do I I, I can't say Chandler Bing. Without having in the back of my head, Miss Chenendla Bong. <laughs> what was what was his name on his uh, TV guide? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't it funny how you can ask a question about friends and it just like spans off into like other different things that you can talk about with friends? <laughs> that's the quality that it has, and as you said, uh, ten seasons. Well, I think it was twenty three, twenty four episodes per season. Uh, per season. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's like, a lot, mate, isn't it? Yeah, so mm-hmm. there's a lot to go through, and there's a lot. I know, I know there was a writer's strike one where there was only, I think there was fourteen or fifteen episodes in one season. But uh, I might yeah. be wrong. And they have they have done some great tributes. Then their nine eleven tribute was absolutely lovely. Their tribute to Courtney Cox when she got married, and they all changed their names to <laughs> Courtney Cox <laughs> Arquette and Jennifer Aniston yeah. Arquette. They did have lovely ways of just like kind of like. Like reminding you how much of a family unit this really is. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like you get that with friends because it's something that this is, this will stay with families and generations for years to come. Mm-hmm. No, definitely. Yes. And that's, yeah. yeah, that's the thing I was going to mention as well because there is some iconic shows that do or will stay with us. And I can stay in the next 50 years, people will still be watching, still be talking about mm-hmm. friends, still be quoting friends. And yep. I, I don't think there's many shows that will be. Like stead the stat stat stead the 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 test of time as yeah. well as this one would. Before we wrap up, because I know we're we're pushing for time, but um, what is the one quote 
the one quote that you use the most from friends? Pivot. Got the keys. Got the keys. When I'm when we're leaving the house, I'll ask my husband or my you know, one of the oldest kids, I've got the keys as a question. <laughs> uh, it, it always comes out that way. Mine's always um if we're talking about something spooky, I'll just go into the Joey's bits. He's been dead for seven years. It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favourite lines. Bless. I love the fact that when Joey gets scared, he puts something in the in the freezer. So if the if Boo got yeah. a video is watching, and I love it. that it's Cujo. Like of <laughs> all the books, it's Cujo because that is terrifying. <laughs> oh no, it's not Cujo. It's The Shining. Sorry, it's The Shining. Oh, it's it? yeah, it The was... Shining. It's the no, Shining. they did watch they. They watched Cujo because that was is that the episode where Phoebe had never seen it. No, oh Rachel, no, that's old Yella. Because Rachel, because oh, when Rachel, uh, when Joey finds out he's in love with Rachel, and she's sitting on his knees, like, look, that's Cujo. That, that's a scary day. And she's like, oh, I yeah. none of them couldn't linger him, and he's like, yeah, I'm terrified. And you can tell, yeah. like, so that's that's the start of like the shitness. Yeah, but the book was The Shining. Was it was it? definitely The Shining, mm-hmm. and Rachel's yeah. book was Little Women. Little Women. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I feel he, like we he... need to give a, an honorary mention to the turkey, the giant so, turkey yes. on the herd. Yeah. That is. Those are, am I right? <laughs> that two, two separate episodes with that? Yeah, there is. is uh huh. Yeah. She, the, you see the episode. Flashback. It's the same episode. But it's you see the flashback of when it originally happened, and then you see and Monica then, doing it later yeah. on. Yeah. That's another Joey did it first, and then Monica did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's another yeah. episode that will always make me laugh. Yes, because it's where Chandler loses his little toe. Yeah, um, <laughs> they're in the, fl- the Thanksgiving flashback. Yes. Is that right? The worst Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. And I remember an episode where there was a comment that I didn't actually realize, understand when I was a kid, but I loved it as an adult. It was so funny, as when they get robbed. And and Joey's like, I don't know what else I could have done. He went, and Chandler just goes, what? Bend over? Is that when Joey starts doing DIY? And he, he locks himself in and, drill, mm-hmm. and he does the pneumatic drill across the, um, the, door, the door and he just almost gets Chandler's head and he's going, oh, did I get you? <laughs> <laughs> but that's when he builds an entertainment system that's too big for the room and he locks himself in. And then he gets robbed. And then Chandler yeah. just says to him, like, 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 in the most sarcastic way, bend over. And you're like, I don't get this reference. But then when I'm older, I'm like, oh, I get the reference now. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing what can happen with what, what you pick up with adult eyes and adult mm-hmm. ears. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But yes, I know, like I say, we've talked a lot about friends there. So thank you very much. And tell us all about your business as well, Jay. Yes, thank so you. So hopefully anyone who... Anyone who is following the podcast or follows us on Nerdy Up North, please like and subscribe to anything that Jen does. She's on Instagram, TikTok, uh, a Facebook page. I think last time you were close to 666 followers on your Facebook page. I don't uh, follow my Facebook. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and you were like... No, no, it's because because it. I think we were like laughing about like uh, a few like when I shared the post because it was it was like two people following off six six six, so Ooh, we were like oh, oh getting get the spooky number. number. Yes, That's so a good everyone. Number. 
I've never really, I don't know why, but because I feel, I filter my posts through from Instagram to Facebook and I get very little interaction on my Facebook. So I kind of just forget it's there. (laughs) Follow me on Facebook. I I did that, but uh, I'll tell you for a very good reason why I've started to take a bit more notice (laughs) after we go offline. Um, (laughs) But yes, um, anything you want to add there, Jen, before we go? No, it's just, it's been great. I've had a really good time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It's been lovely having you. Hopefully we'll get you back on again. Not as a as a guest guest, but as a actual do a top five with you as a participant. (gasps) So that a top five, that's a that's a good episode. It's get stressful. Especially with this one. (laughs) Yes. I think it'd be hard to do a top five for friends. Oh, we'd be here forever. You kind of just do oh, a top five of yeah. friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look, look at tonight where how it's just like span off into so many different directions <laughs> just based on one word. You like, kind of go all over the place. So a top five would be exactly the same. Yeah. But yes, um think Sunday's episode is top five heroes. Yeah, so, we are actually heading back into top five territory on Sunday. Yes, top five heroes. <laughs> <laughs> he nearly got there. He didn't nearly get there. I did. It was <laughs> a that... really, really good effort. Yeah, and that was all down to Jen as well. And people (laughs) give her a hit. She got a lot of hit, bless her. (laughs) But yes, it wasn't Scrappy-Doo, though. It was Scooby-Doo, so... How can people hear it on Scooby? I can understand Scrappy, but how can anyone hear it on Mm. Scooby-Doo? Because people were saying that he wasn't a hero, but who else are you going to have? He is in my eyes. (laughs) Exactly. I've got a lot of hate, but a lot of people agreed too, so... Yeah, I think I think Sarah was very annoyed that Scooby Doo kept on getting through, which kept on entertaining me for a little bit. Um, <laughs> but yes, um, so yes, and and again, like I say, if you haven't checked out it yet, like I say, please join our Patreon. Sam ha- and Sam and Sam did the first episode of the Game of Thrones talk today. It's yep. just a pre, well, a little a tidbit of what's to come. We yep. have got a lot of things to plan for the Patreon as well. And to be honest. It keeps the lights on and it keeps us going every time someone does subscribe. So thank yes. you. And but yeah, so anything you want to add, Sammy? Um, just you can find us on the Facebook community page and on social media on TikTok and Instagram. And also be sure to check out the Twitch uh, notifications for when people like our lovely Goodwill and Jacob and even Paul are going live to play some video games. Yeah, I played The Simpsons. It's a shit game. Like I say, it wasn't even a, like Simpsons Arcade. I'm sorry, but there was like the only boss that was actually referenced to The Simpsons was Mr. Burns. And they had uh, Smithers. <laughs> they had Smithers as some kind of like him crossed between him and Millhouse. They had Smithers with blue hair. But yeah, I got annoyed because one of the bosses was a ball and ball. Uh, ball, and ball. Don't get us started. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, uh, same bath time, same bath channel, guys. <laughs> See you early, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.